Hello, and welcome to episode 4 of I Hate Phrasal Verbs, a podcast for every English learner out there who finds learning phrasal verbs difficult. I'm your host, Jordan Little, and today we're going to be talking about three phrasal verbs. Get behind, get around to, and get away with. You might notice that there's a bit of a get theme recently. That's because there are a lot of phrasal verbs with get. A phrasal verb can have multiple different meanings, but we're only going to be looking at one meaning of each of these phrasal verbs today. So, if they repeat in later episodes, don't worry, it's just another thing for you to remember. If you want to take notes while you're listening, grab a pen and paper now, and I'll tell you when we're going to move on to the next phrasal verb to give you time to pause again. Get ready, we're going to talk about the first phrasal verb. So, let's start with get behind. There's a couple of different meanings for this phrasal verb, but today we're going to look at one that a lot of my students know very well. When you get behind in something, it means that you haven't done as much of the thing as you should have by a certain time. For example, I know some of my students are always complaining that they are getting behind in their schoolwork or in their homework for me because they spend too much time on Instagram. Here's some examples. I got behind with my rent payments and now the landlord has made me leave. He's getting behind in his studies because he spends too much time on Instagram. If you start to get behind on the paperwork, we might fire you. I'm so sorry that it's taken me so long to mark your homework. I'm really getting behind with all the things I need to do. So, get behind on work, get behind on studying, get behind on rent payments, get behind in your job. Pause the podcast now if you want to copy what you heard, because we're going to move on to the next phrasal verb. The next phrasal verb is get around to. Imagine that you're talking to a very lazy person and they have some work they need to do for you. You might hear them making the excuse, oh, I'll get around to it later. Get around to is a phrasal verb we use when we're talking about something that we have been intending to do for a long time or something that we know we should have done before now but haven't quite done yet. Here's some examples. I'm sorry, I'm sure I'll be able to get around to marking this soon. Has he got around to doing that yet? No, of course not, he's too lazy. When you get around to doing the dishes, could you take the rubbish out too? I really need to get around to fixing the roof. So, get around to doing something, get around to fixing something, 
Get around to the dishes. Get around to cleaning. Pause the podcast now if you want to copy what you heard, because we're going to move on to the next phrasal verb. The last phrasal verb we're looking at is get away with. There's a good expression we use with this. He's so attractive, he could get away with murder. Or... His father is so relaxed that he lets him get away with murder. Get away with is a phrasal verb we use when someone does something wrong but doesn't get punished. So imagine a very cute child that everyone in the family loves. One day they might do something very bad, but because they're so cute and everyone loves them, they don't get punished. They've got away with their crime. So here's some examples. The criminals got away with a lighter punishment because they pleaded guilty. I caught my son stealing biscuits from the cupboard, but I let him get away with it because he's so cute. Don't stop the car. Keep driving. If we can just get over the border, we'll have got away with the robbery. Because we don't know who the killer is, someone has got away with murder. So, get away with murder, get away with not doing something, get away with not doing the homework, get away with his crime. So that's our three phrasal verbs. Hopefully it's a little bit clearer how to use them. But in case it isn't, listen to this short story and see how many times you can hear the phrasal verbs used and the different situations they're being used in. Also, listen out for recorded speech, passives, the past tense, and any other good grammar that you would be expected to know in an exam situation. Admit it. Admit what you did. You were getting behind with the paperwork you were supposed to be doing, so you set the office on fire, the manager screamed. Don't be ridiculous, the employee answered. I know I was getting behind, but why would I set the office on fire? I work here. I need the money. I knew I needed to do the paperwork, but I was planning to get around to it tomorrow. Did you think you would get away with this? Did you? I'm telling you, the employee said. I'm innocent. I wasn't even here when the office caught fire. At that moment... The police arrived. Two police officers stepped out of their patrol car and looked up at the black, burnt-out building. What happened here? One of the police officers asked. The employee started to explain, but the manager interrupted him. This man was getting behind on his paperwork, so he burnt our office down. Excuse me? The police officer asked. You heard me. He was getting behind on his work, so he set the building on fire. I didn't... We'll get around to you in a minute, the police officer said. How do you know it was this employee? Of course it was him, the manager said. He's got behind on his work, so he thought that if he burnt the office down, it would be enough of a distraction that he would get away with not doing anything for months. 
but wait your turn please the police officer said the employee looked down at his feet obviously feeling like he was in huge amounts of trouble sir the police officer said this employee where was he when the fire was started i don't know the manager said he's he obviously he was in the building no the police officer said firmly he wasn't he was on his lunch break until about 15 minutes ago and we got the report of your building burning 30 minutes ago how do you the manager started but the police officer interrupted him furthermore the police officer said the rest of the employees of the building were out of the office i know this because they were sitting in the booth behind me in the mcdonald's across the road do you know how annoying it is to have someone sitting behind you loudly celebrating a birthday party when you're on your break the employee looked up his face was a picture of happiness on the other hand the police officer said you were nowhere to be seen with the rest of the staff in fact the waitress told me when i complained that it was strange that you weren't with your staff she said you normally go to all of the staff parties and hearing her saying something one of your employees said that you were in fact still here the manager's face went white and he began to sweat i i i he stammered i'm placing you under arrest the police officer said on suspicion of arson you do not have to say anything but it may harm your defense if you fail to mention when questioned something you later rely on in court i god damn it he said i would have got away with it too if it weren't for that meddling waitress i hope you enjoyed that story now that you've listened once why don't you go back and listen again and see what interesting vocabulary and grammar you can find there's a very well-known police statement there something that the police say a lot in British crime dramas. Learn it and you'll be better able to understand what's going on when you practice your listening by watching TV. This has been episode four of I Hate Phrasal Verbs. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave a comment or a vote and share it with your friends or classmates. You can also look up the podcast on social media. And if you're interested in taking classes online, please don't hesitate to get in touch. For now, keep practicing, keep speaking, and most important of all, have loads of fun. See you next time.